guys ready to start a show? Let's start a show! The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, One, two, two, three, four. four. Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. Hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion. <laughs> He's a little like Edward G. Robinson. I have there. no idea who you're talking about. <laughs> Recording live from Tony's fucking castle in front of our Tony! perverted studio audience. Hello, perverts. Hi. I'm Kathy. I'm Count Boogie. And then we got over there, Dale. Dale. And then in the chair, Tony. Tony. And then a bunch of other people. Mew fucking Unger is here. Unger is here. Unger, get the, get over to the microphone or something. Oh, poor just, Unger. Just, I don't know. We need another mic. Oh, standing. Well, he's not going to... Well, how's that going to even work? Oh, well, like that's, that. Like hi. Unger. <laughs> Unger, we missed you. Work on your aim. Unger, broke it again. Unger literally just grabbed the mic stand and it broke off in his hand. And I, I mean, you've been... No, no. Let him do it. Let him have it because that is the Unger we missed. Hi, Unger. How are you doing? It's a wonderful day, Boogie. Oh Jesus Christ. Lower that volume. So, no, just let him hold it because, no, Anthony. Just, an- He's doing the boom mic. No, An- okay, just. The boom mic. Jesus Christ. Can you, can you hand him the microphone, please? Thank right. you. What's going on, Unger? Oh, it's a wonderful day. That is very good. Unger, where have you been? You've been gone. I've been working. Well, that's just bullshit. Yeah, pretty much. That is just awful things. Yeah. Anything else going going on? Uh, ritual steel again. It was uh, always always uh, always an interesting day. Ritual steel. Now, what is That's ritual the steel? The pool I go to every year in San Diego. Oh, okay. Can you talk to the front of the mic? No. Thanks, because Tony. Yeah, just just put it in his mouth like he's gonna. That that's just <laughs> better. Let him hold it. <laughs> So what is this ritual thing? This you is the big hook pull event that I go to every year in San Diego. Oh, the San Diego one. Does, is yes. this the one where you got suspended? No, this is the one where they couldn't suspend me because they were afraid I'd break the building because I'm fat. <laughs> you are a large man. Aren't you? <laughs> you are not a tiny tot. But this is what led to me suspending later on. Yeah. Uh, this is the one where every year something goes wrong, like you know they put the hooks in backwards and they fell out and... Um, Get Unger, Unger, can you just uh, refresh our perverted podcast yes. listeners? How exactly would you put a hook in backwards? Like eye first? Just, you know, so just, it's it, dark? It's, it's actually the way you put the tips in. So if the tips... If <laughs> That's what taller, I say for anal. Yeah. If you're taller, you want the tips up because when you... People in radio land cannot see this or podcast land, whatever it is. Here. When you're taller, you're pulling generally against shorter people. So you want the, the hook to rotate through. I'm not going to do a hook. There we go. Through so that the tip doesn't come out when you're pulling. Oh, okay. So it's just that it's the angle. Yeah. Of it. So backwards doesn't mean yeah. that you shove it in the unhook end first. No, no, no. It no. just means you don't put it in that yeah. disperses the weight correctly. And then more, it can... more so it doesn't pull itself out by pulling on people of different heights. Ah. You know, that was Actually. that big bungee jumper died like that. Because he was, yeah. he he had tested it the rock from one place, mm-hmm. but he jumped off from the other, and it the trajectory fucking snapped it, and he died. And I'm glad nobody died during your hook ball. I forget the guy's name. He used to do a lot of solo climbing. It was crazy. 
don't Never. think anyone died. We don't want I, I to may die. have also almost died. Um, so Who got lit on fire this there, time? No, there's always there's always somebody that burns, so, and it's oh, usually you. Oh, I did do a, a fire hook pull before that. Where you lit the hook on fire? Where I lit the ropes on fire. And did they pull until the ropes broke? No, because I used Kevlar rope. Oh, that's so, so just cool effect. There's then. some very cool effects of me pulling with a friend and flames coming up and me using that to light a cigar while we're pulling. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, but so one, I actually suspended somebody off of me this year over a, a hangy thing. Oh, okay. So like a pulley. Yeah. And so you pulled back against and the pulley the and lifted them. Like when you did Mew, you actually just hung her from yeah. your tits. Yeah. Oh, that was and the crazy. other person was over a wood bar, basically. Okay, so you could actually lift more weight yeah. because of the pulley. Okay, ah. but there wasn't a pulley; it was just over a wood bar. Oh, okay, but they weighed enough. I just backed up, and they were off the ground. So that, we got in trouble for that because they didn't want other people trying it. Um, right. But the best was, I finished, took the hooks out, drove home, stopping in Orange County for gas. <laughs> I can already see. Did you have friends left in your chest? No, no. Um, when I got home, got out of the car, opened the gate, went back in the car, drove, and started to feel warm oh. liquid dripping. Oh, oh. Did By you bleed t- while in the gas station? No, no, no. This He's is, taking out his phone. There are pictures, apparently. This is when I got home. Uh, I had bled. I just suddenly, three hours later, started bleeding profusely. Wow. From my chest holes. That is amazing. Uh, I, I, what I would have loved if you didn't notice it and you're in there getting some beef jerky at the fucking Circle yeah. K. No. And they're like, you done get shot, boy? Yeah, no, you can't. <laughs> like, no, <"Nah." laughs> no, nah, aliens. That's it, buying duct tape and trash bags and shit uh, like no, that. No, but I guarantee, where did my yeah, no. photos Unger, can you show later. us these later? Yeah, sure, I'll find Thanks. them and show you later. <laughs> Well, I'm glad uh, that you had a good event. That sounds exciting, especially the Kevlar. Uh, this is like the perverted version of your uncle trying to show him his vacation pictures. It is kind of. <laughs> well, There's somehow I got the slide projector. I just yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. plugged in correctly. <laughs> and there goes a half day. She looks very Stevie Nicks. Mel looks like all Stevie Nixy because she has it. She's uh, swinging around. Because she's swinging around. She's oh, got this like Unger, gypsy dress. Look at you. Let me He's see got this. blood all over his <laughs> shirt. <laughs> you look like you got shot, motherfucker. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, oh. Wait, that you know been... what gets it is the perplexed look on his face He's... as he takes a picture of himself. Like, what the He's fuck? like, uh, something happened here. <laughs> you, you literally look like you got shot in the chest. That's so the hilarious. fact that before I actually stopped the bleeding, I took a moment to get a picture. I know. Well, <laughs> God, yeah, duh. And I'm glad you did. Oh, that's that is amazing. Let's go to Dell because apparently Del? he's got stories. Dell, you got stories. What's <laughs> going on with you? Just give it to me, Anthony. Um, story-wise, what did I even decide of stories besides Leather phone death, which we already kind of went over? Leather. Um, so I went to Miss and Mister and Pet um, Sanctuary title event. Oh. Oh. So um, I was supporting two people that were up because I'm technically a guest in their household. Oh, okay. And they were okay. fun acting and things. I almost tripped and fell when I was helping with ones. I was like, let's not die. Yeah. Um, you're a mess. You're losing phones. You're losing falling phones. He's tripping and falling. What are you, what are you like, 30 now? Ah. <laughs> 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 um, and then, what was the other thing? Radar? Uh, oh, yes. Uh, so 
uh, did the third radar with Devil because we put it off because one of the things of be well when you do them, don't do it when you have a radar? stomach flu. Um, the relationship check-in system. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Oh, okay, you talked about that on the yes. show. Okay, so it went well. So um, it was like your your yeah, meeting it was where third you one that we did. It, we just is, put it off a week for our listeners that uh, maybe didn't hear that episode. The radar is uh, radar is uh, review agenda um, discuss. Um, um, action points and reconnect. And this is something you do monthly with yeah, your partners. Or, or at whatever uh, frequency that you deem necessary okay. to make sure that you're actually resolving. And so it's issues. a community, it's yeah. a communication thing that you do yeah. between partners that keeps you in touch with, yeah. uh, with, mm-hmm. with all the things that you may need to work on or positive reinforcement yeah. of things that are good. This would be where I would bring up my log and it's like, I'll go over a bit of them, but I don't have internet because my phone's dead. So. <sighs> He's really bitter. <laughs> well, we live our lives you, on our phones. You take really. away a it's young. It's so sad like, because I paid to have like the screen like prepaid if I broke it again. And it's like, and they won't water do it. damaged. We don't really want to do this. Oh. They might have done it if I like poked them. It's like, it's going to keep having issues. I'm like, I don't care. I want you Just to Just fix it. the... F- yeah, here's, how, here's how desperate the young folk are about... Mew and I are watching this anime called, what is it, Lost, uh, Lust, uh, Land of the Lustrious? And I don't know the Japanese term. And it's all about magic and fairies and, you know, weird skull-faced dudes and, and huh? Magusburn, Magus Bride. Oh, that's Mangus, Magus Bride. Okay, not Land of the Lustrious. What? Okay. Whatever. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a chick that was bought by a dude with a skull face, uh, like a cow skull face. So anyway, they go to this Land of the Fairies. And it's beautiful, like, and you live there, all your wounds get healed, you know, time goes different, so you can live for hundreds of years with magic and whatever, and I'm like, wouldn't that be awesome if we could just live there? And Mew is like, well, is there going to be internet? Because I can't live there if there's not, fucking magic! Magic fairies and spells and nymphs and fucking crazy fucking, you know, wild solstice fucking orgies and stuff like that. And literally, there's no Reddit. You can't check your Reddit. Then fuck it. I don't want to live with the fairies. I'll just die of cancer. Wow. Boogie. Or die from a necromancer because magic. I know. I'm just saying. Anthony wants to know why are those the only two choices? Well, you can die of anything, but you're just going to get old and di- whatever. Well, Enigma's old. Enigma's old. Was that it? So what? No, go back to the radar. I cut no, Del off. That's it. He doesn't have his list. Oh, okay. So you can't because of the goals from last time. We set some new ones, yeah. um, like trying to both of us actually schedule scenes with the other partners, right? And there weren't that many issues that like came up. So, so basically, you guys are doing good. Yes, that's good. That's very, mm-hmm. very, good. very good. Very, very, very happy to and hear, and happy to hear that you're working on the relationship. And now we need resolve to add issues to the relationship, so they'll have more to discuss next month. That's nice. Can we go back to the fact that Enigma is old? Enigma. Oh my gold! Get here, hand him hand. Well, hang on a sec. Hand it to him slowly because you know his arthritis is probably right. acting yes, up. Thank you so much. His arthritis. Listen, look at him sitting there wallowing in his age. <laughs> right, it's got to be okay, a, just because my knees feel like they're seventy doesn't mean that the rest of me exactly is seventy. Exactly. Yeah, the rest. You don't look a. You're complaining about old knees. I got screws in my knees, son. Oh Jesus my, Christ! They, it's it's the two yeah, Muppet guys. <laughs> it's Waldorf and fucking what's his face I forget his name these guys are both like literally i have shoes older than these fuckers they have some empathy they're starting to feel their age okay you know, we yeah, went it's, through it's that. true all right 
So, an- how are you celebrating your so birthday? So, Enigma, <laughs> how are you doing? Well, uh, I worked today, so that was fun. That's very good, Enigma. Sometimes Thanks, you got to talk louder to them old folks. <laughs> um, so what did you do for your birthday? Well, today I, I didn't really do much um, just because I had, like, I, Monday's a good working day for delivery. Because you were stupid enough to come here. Did you get birthday headers? Um, this weekend I did. Nice. Okay, good, good, like, good. Like early, good. early, early headers. Good, good. Yeah. Um, and then I, I, I returned with some spankings and bruises and returns. So that was fun. nice. So it's okay. Good. Yeah. That's a, and she, like a she's, she's been complaining about having to sit on the bruises and I'm like, Oh, all right. yeah. I'm all um, butthurt about that. Pipe down, honey. <laughs> butthurt. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> uh, no, tomorrow I'm going to, we're going to go bowling with some friends and then uh, go to a bar that I'm a fan of. So that's all right. They are the old guys from the movie. Well, that's good. Well, congratulations on uh, achieving this massive age that you've never been before. Right. And and we well, I mean, that's the thing. And and Kathy was very right because as you get older, it's still the oldest you've ever been. So it always kind of seems old every year that especially yeah. once you get over 30 and all of a sudden you'll start just certain like, things just you're like Huh. Start not functioning properly. Like you, I think between like twenty eight and thirty six, you're kind of like in denial. You're like, no, that wasn't a thing, you know, because you know something's going to go wrong, and you're like, no, is that a was it was that was that a thing? Was that was that a knee thing? Is that is that normal? Was it always like that? That's pretty much how it feels. And yeah. then by the time you're forty four, you're like, yeah, I'm dying. You're just, just I'm yeah. when, when you that's, have no that's, health that's, insurance, that, you kind of do that anyway. Yeah, that's you know what though. 51. Oh. Someone was complaining on Facebook and they're like, God damn AARP, they're sending me all this stuff and whatever and blah, blah, blah. And I realized, I said, I'm 51. I must be so fucked up that AARP has never sent me a thing. I have emails and profiles There's and a everything. reason for that. Over they, everything. They, they, no, have, you no. love living off the grid, below I'm the on, radar. But I'm on but the grid no. online. I have total... I've been on their fucking radar all this time. It's because you don't have a physical address. There you go. Because it's AARP. I did, but I still have the same at at the place we don't talk about. That that is still on my license. You're not a registered voter, and you you got a lot of things that well uh, that mean they have no digital presence whatsoever. They're not on the internet. They're not because they're old. Okay, I guess (laughs) they don't know how to use it. All right, well then, fuck it. I'm a free bird. I don't know what that means. What, oh, you, but you, you know, you want to talk about? yeah, I do, Kathy. I have a lot of things. First thing we have to talk about is the fact that you had a birthday yeah. last week, didn't you? You know, there are some times when we start the show yeah. that you and I are like right there. We're on the same page. I get your humor, and then there are other shows like <laughs> this one. Well, I don't understand half of what you're doing and why you're doing the funny, the funny voices, Kathy. You're just yeah. pretty. Oh my, you're just see, pretty. This is, am I the only one? <laughs> what is? Oh. You know, you, you can't Mel just call across the room. That, that you're trying to distract me from my birthday. Yeah, I don't need distracting. Uh, sure. But that's exactly you. what I'm trying. No, we're not distracting Hagazilla over here from her birthday. She's old. I am old. She's old and her skin is cold. Or my what? heart is cold. Your heart is cold. You just play the jingle. jingle. Whatever. Weren't you trying to find it like last I did. Show? I found it last show, but it's not in this one. All yeah, I have is I like alligator that. balls, pee-pee dance. But I do have... Spoilers. You know what? I don't have that... But here's what I do have. I did check that voicemail, 
and your birthday was uh, oh, last the, week. Somebody in the and let's have a little listen. Who it was, Joe? Somebody else. I don't know who it was. It didn't. They didn't give a name, but they did do this for you. Okay. Hi guys. I, I said I would do the thing, so I'm going to do the thing. Happy birthday. You're a perfect. Get your spanking. <laughs> Happy birthday. Whips and crops and chains. Oh, thank you. This day we celebrate so the pervert that is you. Because <laughs> when you're kinky, you can have your cake and be it too. Quack, 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 quack. Happy <laughs> birthday. You, you are great. Oh my god! That's so sweet. Happy birthday, honey! <laughs> oh, what was that, Gil? Do you remember? Uh, from the Discord, I thought they said they didn't do it, but apparently they did. I believe that was the other Mel. The other oh, that's that's Mel, garbage can Mel. That might be. I oh don't, I my don't know. god, that is so adorable. See, they sing to you. That's so sweet. But you didn't get birthday headers. But you no. got fast dick. I got fast dick. <laughs> Why that's, do you make that noise? That's the sound of fast dick. Okay, Xena. It just... <laughs> I am Xena Warrior Princess. <laughs> la, 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 la. That's the sound of fast dick. No, I'm here to tell you that's not. I've well, what exactly dick. is fast dick? Is fast dick like a you know, name? I'll tell you what it is. Hi, I'm fast dick. It's the, the weekend is starting to come to a close, and I just realized I haven't fucked Kathy yet, and she, we've got maybe 10 minutes before we have to leave, so I better fuck her really fast. So That's fast dick. That's a quickie. <laughs> Ow. Yeah. He got on all the goodies, all the fa- <sighs> my favorites, you know, he... He used the the language I like. Call me the things I like. But he just did know. it real fast. Really fucking. Bend over here, my dirty little slut. You like that? You like that? You like daddy's dick? Okay, fucking. Here's all the ice cream sandwich. I'm gonna melt on your ass. Like, hey, that's good. Like one of those auctioneers. Off you go. <laughs> good seeing you. Please take your party gift on Although the way out. He did use a something. He a f- certain phrase he's never used on me before. That for some reason I never would have thought really. I love your hair. No. Are you going to tell us that what That would have fucking freaked me out. I love you. your hair, no. Catherine. Especially in that mm, voice. Don't ever smell do of your hair. Oh, God. It's like it water. Rubs. Mel said it rubs the lotion. <laughs> it's, it's, it like, it's like water flowing down a river. It does sound like <laughs> Spawning salmon just squirting out clutches of eggs. Yeah. That's, your, that's your hair, You know, all Catherine. I need to just dampen any sexual feeling I might have is to listen to you in that voice. Nice. That, that's good. That no, what'd he say? He called me, he, he you know, complained because I... Was drooling on his bedspread because he had a. I he put a ball gag in me, and he said, "You naughty bitch! You got drool all over my bed." Wow! And you just instantly, and you're like, "Ha! Drool from both ends now!" Exactly. Turned into a puddle. I'm all, "Huh? Naughty bitch! That really gets to wow. me." Wow! I don't know why. That's good. You know what I do want to tell you though is, you know, I'm always saying. All the horrible things that he does <laughs> or doesn't do, and I yeah, every now and again you got to round it out. You got to round it out because every PP listener thinks this guy is just a giant raging Pretty asshole. Much. But he did say something kind of sweet, made me all melty. What did he say? It was raining a lot this last weekend, and so we were out, and I had my umbrella out, and he never has an umbrella, and he's just walking around getting wet, and I'm all, how, how are you? Why don't you have an umbrella? You're getting all wet. And he goes, well, I don't melt in rain because I'm not sweet like you. Oh my god! Wow, I was expecting like, oh, I'm not a witch, so I'm fine. <laughs> oh my god, he said I that. Know. There are times when he just, I don't. Did see you him put your hand there. on his forehead and you're like, call me a doctor because this motherfucker's 
favorite. Yeah, I said it in that voice too. <laughs> We're in the Ralph's parking lot. <laughs> That'd be like, great. <laughs> no, there are times where he he does weird things like that, and it and it makes my heart go all a flutter, and then I have to make sure I temper my reaction because you ain't gonna get another one for about six weeks. <laughs> It's okay. He's got a schedule to literally say something sweet and cute. Yeah. That's, that's nice. That's nice. Yeah. Oh, because you're sweet and you melt in water oh like, sugar. like sugar, like a sugar cube. Do I know what my sister got me? What did your sister get you? That Anal? full access to the master class series. Oh, you got the fucking thing. Oh, my God. That is a great gift. Mas- I'm loving it. I'm listening master to class, Neil, Neil master- Gaiman talk about writing. and Master, like, okay. I love I, it. They're not going to sponsor us because it's us. No, but, they're not. But I have talked about masterclass.com where they have all of the stars, all the biggest celebrities. Steve Martin teaches comedy and Samuel Jackson teaches acting. Jodie Foster teaches acting. Jane, uh, what is it, Dr. Jane, Jane Goodall, Goodall. She's the like big conservator the gorillas and the mist um whatever teaches on conservation i mean danny elfman now has uh from oingo boingo has that i want to see that i saw you know and i went through a bunch of edm guys while i was learning uh edm and literally it's like a a class you take their master class and they teach you and just the ins because you're not listening to some fucking hack like me who like wanted to be a rock star couldn't be a rock star so that i'm like well i'll teach because I'm a failure. These are people that literally they're at the top of their succeeded. Game. <laughs> like the photographer, what is it, uh, Malkovich? Not Malkovich. Uh, just like all the biggies and all the cooking, uh, Gordon Ramsay, and you know all the you know, other other big chefs and stuff like that. Yeah. It really is. That is exciting. I'm so excited. I can't wait to get back. It's only like 15 bucks a month yeah. to learn from people. Like you could go to a seminar and pay five grand and not get the kind of inspiration you can get for watching a few of these things. It's a lot of fun so far. What? Penn and Teller just started a magic one. Just the previews of watching these things. All of a sudden, you're like, holy shit, that's awesome. Yeah, no, that's cool. That's a great gift. I'm very happy, yes. That is a that is a good... And it's like 15 bucks and you do it for a year. Yeah, I don't know. She... she Gifted me the whole year. Series. Yeah, I watched. I, I started watching two of those, and I'm like, well, that was worth the whatever your cost right there. Inspiration, Kathy, because that's what I want in my life. I need more inspiration. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, that was perfectly timed. <laughs> Person there. Wow. I, that's it. Let's, let's I, move on, I don't know. We? I was. Oh, oh, I did want to say that Top Bun has struck again. Oh. Uh, look at her laugh. Look at her face. Look at her. Look at her goddamn face. Remember when we <laughs> talked about Top Bun? Mew is the type of person because she doesn't feed herself and she doesn't understand food math. And like she's going to li- be a doctor. She, and she's going to be a doctor. <laughs> which thank goodness I have a for that. She understands it. Thanks for good. Well, she's the type of person that will go and go. Why would I have? a top and a bottom bun when the top bun is the best and she will take both top buns and make her sandwich out of top buns and then leave it you know and we made fun of her we started calling her top bun and whatever fucking top bun it's been a year or so top bun struck again there was one piece of garlic bread left that she's like i don't really like this garlic bread don't really like it and there's a piece up there and i'm like i'm gonna fucking mow on that garlic bread later and I watch her from across the room. We're on the boat. And I watch. She literally just goes, takes one bite, bites out all the butter on top. 
and throws the entire rest of the bun back on the tray. Mew. Not, not even. Not even. Don't clap for her, Mel. That's horrible. And I'm like, and she's like, and she just walks away. Just leaves it there with a bite. I took a picture of it. I got to I got to put it on perverted podcast. That or, uh, is or horrible. Fucking top bun. Try them all. Top bun. God damn it. She's she like, actually is hiding behind a plate. She's like, what? She at least has what? the decency to look ashamed. She's faking. She's hiding. She's totally sure she's smiling. She will go and do the same goddamn thing. <laughs> just literally, just a tooth mark took all the good stuff it's like the person that just takes the skin off the chicken and leaves yeah, that's like fine Eric, words man Eric I like Cartman's, those because then I get more chicken without that was the an skin. episode of South Park by the way and everyone as a protest against Eric Cartman for eating all the skin off the chicken pretended he was dead what I, we can't hear you that is the absolute worst part of the chicken is the skin. I would praise anybody that would eat that off. Whoa, I whoa, 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 whoa. face. Hang on a sec. Hang on a sec. Hang on a sec. Um, first off, Mel, you're dead. Hand the mic to, uh, to, 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 to Tony. Tony, you really like this chick? I just told her we need to get a fucking ball gig for her during the show. Oh, I, my I mean, God. everything she said up until and that moment very interested in that was good. Yeah. Everything up until that moment was really, really good. But um, she doesn't like chicken skin and protests chicken skin. And I just, I just wonder if this relationship between you two is really stable. Oh, I don't know. But yes, Del, before we move on. But you have to consider that means Tony gets more chicken skin because she won't eat it. I guess, yeah, yeah, I guess mathematically yeah. that does I, work. I suppose. All right, fine, let's move on. That life is the place. Talk about genital torture in subspace. We share our kinky thrills with perverts from around the world. Yeah, perverted podcast talking about that life, motherfucker. For okay. your peace of mind, please know that the author of every post we talk about has specifically granted us permission to do so. What? Now you can talk. I got it. What did you? What were you? Going I was going to say this is a weird show. It is, isn't it? <laughs> it's not just me. It is weird. I have this pain in my chest. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, I heard pain. I'm like, oh, you you have colorful art. Oh, pain. Ow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Are you through hacking up a lung or whatever it is? Well, you know, it's like you read those like little like how to stop a heart attack and you're supposed to cough a lot if you feel like something. So you cough. So I like, you know, I feel pain and then I get paranoid and I go. <laughs> how many I just look times like an have idiot. your life have you felt pain in your chest and it turned out not to be a heart attack? You know, there's always that one, Catherine. All, all it takes is one, right? All is one. All right, let's get on it. This is a post that Dell, thank you, Dell, pointed me towards. Dale it's can- a good one, too, by Miss Lee 210 entitled Switches Are Legitimate Dominance and Submissives. And she says, there is a common theme that male submissives have a hard time finding a female dominant because of the numbers game. For every female dominant in the scene, there are a hundred male submissives who are all vying for her attention. There are two things that can help increase someone's chances of finding a good partner. My first recommendation is to beef up your profile to include more personal details and... My second piece of advice is to cast a wider net and include female switches as well. And for some ridiculous reason, I get a lot of, no, 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 I'm looking for a dominant. And this completely baffles me. Switches who enjoy power exchange are both dominant and submissive to varying degrees. Now, I understand that if a particular switch says, 
I am usually submissive and will only dominate my primary partner. That may not be a good person to approach. However, the idea that someone's dominance is diminished by the fact that they also like to be submissive is bullshit. A switch can be just as controlling, sadistic, commanding, or powerful as any other dominant who only identifies as a dominant. A switch chooses to be dominant or submissive depending on the chemistry with their partner and how they have negotiated their dynamic. They are both, not just pieces of each one. Now you don't get a half clap because you know that's all bullshit. There go with the voices again. That's all bullshit, Kathy. <laughs> it is. Switches all- are evil. <laughs> we were with you until that. Exactly. Switches are <laughs> Okay, all right. Wait. Everyone think. You put on thinking cap, switches are evil. Remove the S, and what do you have? <laughs> witches! You got witches! That means I can cast magic. Yeah. Cast magic! <laughs> Make up for your lack of dominance. I, again, I don't know how to engage with you, you when know, you're like Kathy, this. You just got to try shit. You, just gotta, <laughs> you know, switches, witches. I just was looking at it, and I'm like, hmm, they are evil. Back to your, is that back to your preacher days? That's yeah, back to my preaching days. Is this I, I, was never, I was never that good at hating, uh, even as a preacher. I like this post. I love... I love uh, the comments were what were the most exciting because you and I, I think, came into the lifestyle at kind of the edge where uh, it was still you were one or the other. You either identified as a dominant or you identified as a submissive and some people switched, but it was pretty much until you just figured out what you wanted to be. And we kind of came in the end of that uh, that kind of headspace, at least in our community, to now here just what, like 10, 11 years later, I would dare to say the majority of people that are in this lifestyle, at least in our in our area, mm-hmm. are switches that have that have, you know, maybe they lean predominantly one day way or the other, but that a lot of people, because we've taken so much of the stigma out of being a switch, that they're like, well, I yeah, sometimes I am motivated by a certain person and you know, to do certain things that are different from what I normally do. Right. I think that if you are a submissive male and the pool is already small, the last thing you want to be doing is cutting off a huge part of the community who can actually give you what it is that you want. Don't be picky. <laughs> do use the mute tactic. Walk through, observe the room, get rejected, come back. Lower your bar, walk through the room again. <laughs> <laughs> Who's, whose tactic is that? It's kind of Mew. I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah. She just tells me to go do it. That's the yeah thing. Right, right, yeah. right. Go get us pussy, Dad. So, Del, you thought this was worthy of discussing, right? Yeah. Uh, as a switch, I have a personal investment in this. Um, it, to add to the bit of, as long as you're actually interested in switching, not saying, like, I service either role for me is very draining and i it's one of my action points of don't do that if i don't, don't think there's like an honest or good dynamic of that but if you're just bottoming just to get chicks I'm, yeah. there are people who do that oh yes. sure sure yes really? so there's people that switch just to double the numbers and then there's people that switch because they are both submissive and dominant right but which wasn't the topic exactly it was like if you're a switch both roles are valid and do you i mean you're you, like I had a switch. scene recently where I did an electric switch with um, two people, and we changed who was having the wand depending like when we were in this scene, and we were attacking everyone else, and it was totally cool. 
and that's valid. <laughs> okay. Yes. No, no, no. Go. Raise your hand. No, no, no. You go. Go for it. <laughs> Why do you raise your hand? I raise my hand because I don't know when people are going to speak something. <laughs> Now that I have, obviously, I wanted to start because my initial thought to this was kind of like my ongoing perverted podcast mantra, and I wanted to start by acknowledging how positive it is that the switches are, because the comments were just packed with uh, people that not only switch, but just support the whole idea that it is it is pretty stupid to assume that somebody is not able to uh, experience a power exchange with you that you would like just because they may like one side or the other on occasion or whatever. And I did think that was incredibly positive. And it did touch a little bit on the, what are the issues that may make that not work for you? And that was really interesting for, uh, for me to say, because I constantly come back to this idea that it's not so much... I wish there wasn't any titles, you know? I, that's that's my mantra, is that we have dominance, submissive, and switches, and that is so vague. That is so vague because the distance between, you know, you know the, the absolute giving up every ounce of power almost, you know, to the point of endangering themselves you know, person on the bottom to the absolute control person on the top, there's literally, based on time and temperature, a hundred million variables uh, for seven billion people. I know you don't like labels. I know you don't like and here's that the, kind of here's, thing. Here's the reason, here's the thing that I like is I love the fact that people are now acknowledging that you can be whatever. And that's that's what we promote on the show. But what I still would like to get away from is the fact that why does it even matter what you call yourself? Everything should be a conversation. What type of... Because it is true. There are people that play for me. Literally, I've heard from Bottoms on a number of occasions that have literally said, I really like your energy because you don't Bottom. Because it, it's it, it's a thing for them to feel that. And once again, I'm not going to argue with them. If that's what gets them off, that's what gets them off. Now then, if I decide that one day I, I want to do whatever on the bottom or whatever, then obviously maybe those couple people won't want to play with me. But there are so many different things that motivate a power exchange. And some people, and they did touch on it in the thing, where some people uh, don't have the aggression. They may be a good top but they don't inspire that power exchange. And then there's people on the bottom that don't inspire the dominance side of the power exchange. So it really comes down to that communication that you have. What inspi- What do you, when you're looking for a partner, what type of power exchange are you looking for? Let's forget any titles whatsoever. What are you looking for in this power exchange? Is kind- Do you understand what I'm saying? I do understand because, I mean, look at, my Michelle is always a perfect example I use. Sure, she- sure. She has called dubbed herself the sweet sadist because she I've never known a quite a sadist quite as evil as she is, but she doesn't come across that way. She has a very calm demeanor. Uh, it's not a lot of grandiose gestures, but she is a mean fucking bitch. And so 
if that's not what you're looking for, if you are looking for all the trappings of dominance, and I, I'm using that word, I know it, it can sound derogatory, but I mean all the things that we all expect a dominant to be, and you absolutely need that for your dynamic, I, that, that's perfectly fine. You know that that's what you're looking for and, and go for it. But if you're not someone who is that specific about what they, but you, you want relaxing your expectations could give you a much bigger pool to play in. And not just a much bigger pool, but an entirely new and unexpected point of view. I cannot tell you how many, including you, including literally a dozen of our play partners that came in and during all that uh, initial negotiation and hours of phone calls and finding out what they're into and whatever, I cannot tell you how many people are like, you know, the whole daddy dominant thing is kind of disgusting to me. I'm just going to tell you that. You know, and they had a very clear line that this was not something they were into. They thought it was weird. It it actually made them uncomfortable. And then three months later, because they we interacted and we built some sort of relationship and together. And they watched you and Mew. And they watched me. No, this even with Mew, this uh, occurred with Mew. Mew wasn't into the daddy dominant thing for like what, like four months, five months. She, up until then, it was very strongly no. But the fact that she was with me because of the things she liked about me, besides just the label or what I think I know, we developed into what is now we call a daddy-little-girl dynamic that we've now been in for five and a half years. So the fact that you think you know everything that you want because you have this I want this power exchange to work out this way instead of wow this person is someone I really want to be around right I wanted to, I want to see where I go with this individual and yeah we have these things in common now but just think what you might have in so many types of play that I would have never been into that if I would have been rigid and said yeah this person doesn't like this so I'm not going to do this yeah I agree it's a great post. Any other comments? Nope, that's it. I definitely <laughs> agree with you with that because, um, whoa, hello. Uh, did, we were did Tony just there. spank Mel for doing something? I naughty? think she was speaking out of turn or not into the microphone. She was just side <laughs> cross talking. And now um, she's being disciplined. Continue, Dad. Um, I've developed a bit of a that kind of dynamic with Devil. And before I was like, I had too many associations with just my own dad. I was like, this is weird, whatever. But then just how we interacted, it reinforced it and, and I got used to it and I thought of a pet name that was really cute and they loved it and it's just, it's a, I like the dynamic. It just, initially I was like, that's weird but then I tried it. And yeah. I so it. now, so you're saying that so, you like, now, I was basically doing it without the labels of it and then adding them in. Yes. And there's nothing wrong with changing the name of something because the, you know, the word makes you feel uncomfortable and that's how I dealt with a lot of the partners. I said, you know what? We don't. You don't ever have to call me daddy. I don't give a shit what you call me. You know, but this is how. These are the behaviors, and that's the conversation that developed. Is that we just let's take these names: dominant, submissive, daddy, little girl, mommy, whatever. Let's take those names off the table and just deal with who are you as a person and how you interact and how you interact. And I think you're going to discover much greater things, not just about the other person, but about yourself. Oh, I like it. Okay. And it was a good post, and thank you, Del, for... No. Oh, Tony, wait. Tony oh, had... oh, there's more? Sorry. As long as it's okay with Mel that I say something. That's what she got smacked for. Oh, okay. She didn't seem to think I should say something. 
Um, just one thing that, that you had said earlier, Boogie, um, the stigma. And I, I, I'm pretty sure this is accurate because this certainly seems to be in my observation. It is an asymmetric stigma. stigma. It's mostly against males. There's not really any stigma for you being a female switch. There is a stigma with a, a, a non-trivial subset of our community to be a male switch. It's the same people that, and I, and I'm, I don't think it's right at all, but I think it's the same people that look a little bit, it's it's kind of tied up with macho bullshit, but it's the same guys that might look down at a at a, at a submissive guy. I think sure. they, they, they will look a little less, it's, it, I don't like it at all, but I think it is asymmetric. I, like I said, I don't see any stigma against women for being identifying as a switch. Other than the normal stigma that women can't be obviously dominant because they're frail and weak. There is still a lot of stigma okay. against right. women. I'll grant you that one. But yeah, as yeah. far yeah, I definitely, yeah, right. the masculine thing, we talk about that a lot on the, on the show. And so, wait. Unger has something to say. Unger would like to come in. This is great. Look, everyone's getting involved. That's good. Good. Uh, you need to lift that over the thing. That's our technical issues. Go, Unger. I uh, just want to say it's not as bad as it used to be. Um, when I first got into the scene, I realized it's 25 years this month. Yeah, you, you're double Kathy and I for easy. <laughs> um, yeah, I was looks constantly... You just bottoming at all, right? Uh, you were looked down upon, and then which is funny that switching. somebody would try to look down on Unger, who is a giant. Like yeah. I, I just can imagine, like some five eight, you yeah. know, hundred and sixty pound uber dominant coming up and telling you that you're a pussy for it, bottoming. That's, that's I would have loved not to have how seen. It worked. It was more their noses were turned up at me, and I was not included in conversations and things like that oh. <laughs> um, because I was not the Domly Dom person that was included in the conversation. How sad that you didn't get to play in those reindeer games. Oh, I was playing, but yeah. not. No, I'm just saying, yeah. I, I lo- but see, I love that. Yeah. I love when people turn their nose up at me and don't include me in their conversations because that means I don't have to fucking talk to assholes. That is just such a, that's just a diagnostic that is an absolute. You just find out instantly, not just saved yeah. on a Christmas card for you. And sometimes it's kind of been funny in a way it's tr- circle around where I was at a party at a different dungeon and because I knew the person that was running the party uh, from other events and that's why I went it, and everyone's kind of looking down at me and he comes by and he's like very well known Mr. Domley Dom right. uh, but, but a cool guy um, and he comes walking by and everyone's like oh he's here and then he walks by double takes when he sees me and turns around and gives me a hug and everyone's like what the they're like the <laughs> d- the Domley leader of this party just gave this this unknown weak, unknown bottom male a hug what so it happens wow that's quite a perspective because i don't think anybody here has as much experience in the community as unger to hear how much has changed over the years well it's exciting to hear that yeah. and and uh i just uh yeah i'd like to just continue those conversations cuz i think it's pretty good cool. wait i Hang on a sec. In the chat. In the chat. Oh, darling, you look gorgeous. Dale. Hey, Dale, how you doing? Hey, one second here. <laughs> what? Is this yet another instance in which I write up this goddamn fucking piece of paper for you it's that not you in. don't Look at. I looked at it. it. Do you see Dell anywhere? Like a Dell segment? What does the name it say after Fet Life stuff? 
Oh, what's up in the chat? That wasn't in there earlier today. <laughs> yeah, then yeah my name's is, on the thing f- four times. Yes, this is very telling because I break this saw, shit up. All at I saw was potato today. mayhem with nothing. Dell, Dell, and more Dell was not in potato mayhem. Boogie. I logged! I have to print this at a certain time. If you look at it after 3.30, you're going to see something different. Oh. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, I read the article. I read the post. Uh-huh. You know, which, I, which was up yesterday. Yeah, I read that. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. so, Dell. Dell, sorry. What's going on Can in someone there? remind me to make a jingle for <laughs> Yes, specifically that jingle. That was fun. Um. In our Discord, we had two new joinees. Ooh, um, one of them's in the room, so now there's a digital, actual both Mel rivalry. Is in? <laughs> a digital Mel and an actual Mel? Yes. <laughs> West Coast and East Coast. The utter rivalry of... Nice. Um, he said utter. Let's see. <laughs> we, <laughs> that's a cow too. We have <laughs> the declaration that um, if you want grumpfetti, it's those poppets that you throw, the little gunpowder things that explode when you hit stuff. Oh, yeah. They just so give that grumpy, snap. It, it's confetti, but angry. Angry confetti. It's yes. You know, confetti. they don't sell. Well, because we don't get fireworks out here because it's illegal because of all the fires and stuff like that. So the only thing that we can sell out here, in at least in Los Angeles, are those little, they're little twisted pieces of paper with a teeny little amount and some little salt rocks or something. And you throw it on the ground. It goes click. It's a little louder than that. <laughs> not, not much. It's they're very louder annoying. in New England. They were like legit, like you could burn someone with those. It's like an ounce. They're like an ounce each and they're all caca. Go on. Um, we have photos of that Christmas tree beard. I saw that. Yes. A Christmas tree. They, he, some dude Put has lights little lights in his big old bushy beard. Nice. And ornaments. I love that. <laughs> um, we have the analogy to teach um, polyamory to the monogamous with cheese, poly is cheese. Poly- what? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Back over here a second. Back up, whoa, whoa. So, so, no, so I can do the exchange. Like, so you like cheese. Um, I fucking love cheese. So you only love cheddar, right? Cheddar is great, but I also agree, monster, monster? I don't know that cheese. Monster. monster. Gouda. So you love brie for the same reasons you love cheddar? No, of course not. You can't compare the two. They're totally different. Does your love of cheddar reduce your love of brie? Of course not. I love them both. <laughs> now you understand Polly. Bravo. <laughs> Bravo. I like it. It works for me. Wait, wait, whoa, whoa. You, uh, yeah, Unger, you can't just talk. start talking. Unger just doesn't want to get there's up. another level, level of only eating cheddar. Uh. So, so some people are very cheddary. Cheddary? Mm-hmm. Cheddary, yes. <laughs> As we've said, there was there, the one I saw actually had another letter, letter, level of, so you only eat cheddar going forward, even though you've liked these others. Um, as a level of the discussion. I like nice. it. This is very nice. It's good. Mew? Mew's what do you think about this? Mew. It's <laughs> good. So cute. So, she's so articulate. Unger's favorite holiday was last week. Sadly, it wasn't oh, on the day of the Krampus. show. Oh, fucking Krampus. That wasn't, he wasn't here for Krampus. Didn't that, even that was remind on the fifth. us. So, the best holiday. And Did you eat children? Several. He's considering his answer for legal reasons. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Um, His lawyer will answer for him. <laughs> My client does not answer questions about the possible digestion of a youngin. Oh my god! Um, Go it was on, mentioned no, previously, but I actually got it because they linked it, and it's free for Amazon Kindles. I now have the Natural Harvest, a collection of semen-based recipes. No, I actually got it because it costs me nothing. Oh my god! That's just. Did you look uh, through it? I haven't looked through them yet. Oh I, my I can. god! No. Hang on, hang the front on. had like a pastry. 
Ah, paste. Ah. With, with glaze on it. Load paste. Um, so wait, then you're telling me this is a cookbook for actual recipes? Yes, that actual recipes just using jerk, semen. Jerk in the batter, which I'm sure... And they're not joke recipes. They're legit cooking recipes. Yeah, I'm right. sure you could jerk off in just about anything and not taste it. But that oh, is... Oh, how little you know. Pretty awful. No. That is... Unger just showed a picture to uh, Dell. I don't I didn't know. I didn't get that one, but it's also I, oh god. Um, uh, semenology, sh- the Siemens Bartender Handbook. <gasps> oh, I, I didn't get that one, but that's also free for me. Semenology. Oh, <sighs> that's disgusting. Oh god. <laughs> Not um, for everybody, en- Kathy. Enigma liked that. <laughs> for some people, that is the jam. I guess so. Go ahead. Um, in the oh. 1600s, we um. There was a treatment originally for erectile dysfunction of um, medical professionals noticed that people being hung would have very erections. large erections. So they used that as a um, medication for that. And that's how we got erotic asphyxiation. Wow. You, got, you get one more. <laughs> that's Daffy Duck. Yeah, yeah but you can only do, do it, it once. once. <laughs> yeah. You're diff- and I think we can wrap up with that's silliness so- of someone made a... Rubber chicken exhaust mod. So when your exhaust goes out, rubber chickens. Just what? the noise of rubber chickens. You cover the exhaust hole oh, with, with the, multiple with, rubber oh, yeah, chickens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. They also then tried to put it around the wheel, but then they would die gruesome rubber deaths. So the exhaust was better. Uh, gruesome rubber deaths. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great for those fucking the kids now because every car has to be louder and louder and louder now. The amount just, of stuff that comes out of that chat room is just astounding. But see, to this me. is now fun. This was the stuff I was hoping for. We get all these like little things. Well, and, you know why? Because we would because nor- Dell spell, spends the week writing the shit through. down. Well, that, yes. That's great. That's good. He, he deserves a jingle, don't you think? So I got an acoustic one. <laughs> so let's let's come in. You know the originals. Are uh, pretty good, but you know, uh, I'll work on that for next week. <laughs> There's an oldie bit of goodie. I like that one. It's simple, it's to the point. It's, it's very not 19, of... 1950s. 1950s? Like yeah. the platters? Yeah, never mind. Oh, okay. So we have two emails. One is from Jem. I think you have. I may have read this one. She says, I just wanted to say that your show is a big part of my life. When I feel sad or stressed, I listen to perverted podcasts and I laugh like crazy. I almost drove onto a bridge because I was laughing so hard after listening to the Kiltoe song. Please, uh, Jim, be careful when you're driving. Fucking Kiltoe. Oh my God, I, gotta, where, I don't even know if I have Keep talking. Uh, I will. So just please, perverted podcast listeners, when you're driving, you know, don't, don't, we don't need anybody getting into more accidents. She says, I don't give a fuck if people think I'm crazy because every time I'm listening to your podcast, with earbuds, of course, I have a very wide, silly smile on my face. By the way, I have heard all the shows twice, which makes her a PP Zam echo. Oh, my God. I know. It's, a, it's another echo. PP is like my happy pill. Thank you for all that you do. Or a happy pill. And off the bridge. (laughs) Can you imagine? I mean, think about that. No. The last thing you hear 
is Kilto. Before the Grim Reaper lands as your hood ornament, it's Kilto. Jim, be careful. There please. are definitely worse things. Look at it. I just love how excited Mew gets. She like, loves watch, that. Just like watch that fucking face yeah. when she just lights up. She's like, that's my jam. That is her jam. That's mine. Her that's toe my jam. toe. Oh. oh! That was bad pun. I don't like puns. Why did I say that? <laughs> that was that, that was my I think my spleen just fucked my pancreas, right? Just when you said that, just to the together. No, no, no. That was bad. No. Thank you, Jim. And we have one from Delilah who says and this is to you, Boogie. As a fellow artist who has sold online in the past, twenty percent is way too fucking much. Sure, go ahead and tip your weight person 20%, but I'm pretty sure that Fiverr is making much more than minimum wage, and most artists make a lot less. I'm siding with Boogie on this one. That's the only one you're going to get. That's one. <laughs> Stop looking all pleased with yourself. He looks so happy right I- <laughs> now. <laughs> you are doing just taller now. Well, I mean, Kathy, in all fairness... In all fairness, okay, yeah, I ranted against Fiverr in the in the you know I just won't. I I wrote a post about this and I didn't. I forgot to bring the post, um, and maybe I'll talk about it. Kind of like my reaction, and it got a lot of loves. It got a it got a lot of love, but it I totally understood that I am not in a group of people. Maybe no, I'm not. I know each one of you. You guys aren't even fucking old enough. Um, when you've done something for thirty five, forty years. And you've worked really hard at it. And then nobody in the room has spent 35 years learning a craft and then having people kind of shit on it. So I understood that you guys maybe didn't relate like, well, fucking something's better than nothing, you know. So when another musician comes in and goes, yeah, I've spent my life learning this shit too, it does kind of stick you in the fucking genitals when they kind of try to undervalue you and undervalue you and there's no options and undervalue you. So, yes, it was very validating to to hear, you know, another musician that said, yeah, that that's too much. That's just bullshit. Okay. So fuck fiber. She goes on to say, another thing that I was going to email about from an episode a while ago menstrual cups. Remember we had that discussion? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mew and and Bunny were supposed to go get those. I think Bunny got hers, but we haven't heard any bleeding reports. That's right. She says, as long as your hands are washed at public bathrooms, just dump out the blood and reinsert it. It's not going to hurt you. Or bring a bottle of water into the bathroom. Now, I got to say, that never occurred to me. Bring a bottle of water. So, in case the there's a couple you. drops or something, no, or, you're going to get blood all over your hands. Oh, you need to just wash. Just it off. rinse them into the yeah. toilet bowl. Exactly, and, it's a good idea. Which <laughs> now just did I share this on the show that one time when I was janitor of the building of the place? Yes. That we did I share that yeah. story where I thought there was like you know a murder scene, uh, like she had miscarried or something like that, and there was clumps of blood and it had clotted and and whatever, and I'm like. Now thinking back on it, because I talked to some of the other studios and I said, hey, maybe check on someone. There, Maybe they had some sort of health issue that they should deal with because they surely didn't bother to clean it up. That's um, that's bad period <clears throat> etiquette right there. Well, I'm just saying it looks it looks maybe that was the cup spilled or something. Maybe that's it was a first somebody, time cup user. Maybe a first time <laughs> cup user. And I'm, you know, look back in hindsight and I'm. You know, I didn't try to shame anyone. I was like, legitimately, like, is somebody Concerns. having? Yeah, is someone having a health issue? Someone crawled up in the fetal position Fucking in the corner somewhere. <laughs> all right, she finishes by saying, "You are all fantastic, Boogie. Hang in there, Kathy. We all love your angry uterus and your pixie cut. 
Dell, you are my power animal. Unger, come back, please. We miss you. And Mew, 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 Mew. Look at that. Look at that. Look, she just nodded like, yeah. Yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. I, I don't know what they just transpired between but the something, two of them. Yeah. But it was cool. There was some language and going Unger on. And Unger was here for that. And Unger, what? And Unger was here for that. Look at that. Unger, come back, please. We miss you. That's what she said. Polly is great. Polly is hard. Polly is sexy. Fucking hard. I need some Polly sanity. So this is an email from S who writes to us and says, my husband and I are involved with another DS couple. We can call them A and B. Well, A and B are also involved with another couple, C and D. Me and my husband, A, B, C, and D, we're all friends. While not kitchen table poly, we are chill. So maybe we should, you know, tell the... What's kitchen table poly? The the poly that you're comfortable of, you can all have dinner together and it's chill. And then you okay. could all sit at the coffee at, at the table eating drinking coffee and you'd be all good with each other cuz you're fine being all in the same room talking. Okay. As opposed to what's the opposite parallel poly which just means you're all in the same relationship but you're running parallel in the same direction but you don't you never don't interact. Interact. There's, you don't no talk. Inter- there's no interaction right. with your metamors or whatever that metamors that's yeah. you good boogie <laughs> he wrote the word off the paper that's, he's intellectually brilliant <laughs> Don't get the monkey look. Don't get the angry monkey look. <laughs> she says, oh, you're scaring Mew. She ran away. No, Unger was going to torment her stuffy that Unger Anthony brought her. Me. Note so to self, I still need to give the bear to Unger. I have it ah. to skin. Don't skin the titty Paul? Bear. Yes, Paul. <gasps> He's going to skin Paul? No, he was. Unger wants to skin Paul to where is the... Uh. I just don't want to be involved in that. Yeah, I can't be involved in that. All right, she goes on to say, well, now do I have to remind everybody, she she and her husband are in a relationship with A and B, and A and B in turn are in a relationship with C and D. Okay. Okay. And they're chill, but not kitchen. Right. Well, C took a dislike to me. Full-on silent treatment. And this is the woman. I tried to communicate, but nope. Eventually, she messaged me, and I replied with a whole essay, which is kind of funny. That's what I would do, is reply with an entire essay, and no answer. Now, the thing is that C and D also throw a lot of parties where our whole friend group goes. Did you skip over the part where C told her what she thought was the problem? Because that's very, very key. Oh, okay, it's coming Okay. (laughs) I don't take out key parts. Okay. All right. The thing is that C and D also throw a lot of parties where our whole friend group goes. So I'm afraid if C and I can't work this out, I'll lose not only A and B, but E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, etc. She said I was passive aggressive and controlling. I don't know how, so I asked, but again, no answer. I have no interest in controlling her. I had no anger towards her. This came out of the blue to me. C's husband hasn't said anything to me, and I haven't asked. Uh, I don't think it's right to pull husbands into this. I want to work this out. I don't want to lose her or other friends. Any suggestions? I guess if we, if she won't communicate, there's not much I can do. Hmm. There's a lot. Oh, there's a lot. There's a lot. I've got here. a whole list here of things. You got, to why say. don't you go ahead and start? Right. So. Here's the thing that this is one of the hardest lessons in life I've ever had to learn because it's so was so puzzling to me at first that I couldn't wrap my mind around it. And that is that 
you may think of yourself as being one way, but uh, you have a completely different opinion. What are you doing? <laughs> Sorry, the flash drive came out. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. You think of yourself as being one way, and there is somebody out there or many people out there who have a completely different opinion of you than you do. And that is baffling to you. And I experienced this many times in my life, most recently a few years ago, when I found out that uh, someone I considered a good friend was bad-mouthing me to everybody because not only only was she telling er everybody this, but she thought that I was a really bad person, that I was doing horrible things. And you hear this stuff come back at you. You know that somebody is thinking these things about you, and you are baffled. You don't understand how it happens. Either you're wrong, or they're wrong, or there is some massive miscommunication. And this happens in life more often than you than you would want, more often than you think. Over the course of, of a lifetime, you will have these kinds of completely puzzling situations in which someone, in which someone wants to cut you out of their life, and you don't understand why. And I think that the key to all of this is that there has been no communication. Sure. And so uh, that is something that I have absolutely no tolerance for is people who will not communicate. I mean, as we heard earlier, Dell and his uh, partner get together on a regular basis and do their check-in and their radar. And I think that that's necessary. I don't give a shit if it's coffee table poly or kitchen table poly or if it's parallel poly, you need to sit down at somewhat regular basis and everybody check in. And so when someone says, I don't need to, that is a fucking red flag for me because that means that there's something that they're hiding. There's something that they don't want to discuss. And you are absolutely, you don't have to open your mouth and disgorge everything that's on your mind just because somebody else wants to hear it. But you do have responsibility to tell somebody when you don't like them, when they're saying things that make you feel bad, when your, your personality types just don't mesh, when you're in a relationship, even if it is parallel. You gave me a weird look. Unless. Uh, these were the things that I took out of it. Now, once again, don't know the situation. Don't know. Uh, we have this this one side, and, and obviously I completely agree with you on the communication. Your best answer for any of this is to just sit down and say, I think this. What do you think? You think this. What do you? But there was a couple little things in that, and when you talked earlier about I th- you were on that path where you're like, you know, sometimes you think you're not passive-aggressive and controlling, but you did write a giant essay to somebody. Was there anything passive-aggressive and controlling that you didn't notice that was in that that would make that person then go, you've just shown me that you have passive-aggressive and controlling language in this essay that you just sent, so I don't want to fucking talk to you anymore because I don't want to go through the pain of dealing with that personality and having you say little things that I interpret as passive-aggressive and controlling. So in in a sense, I absolutely understand and agree that you guys should just sit down and, and talk this out. But there are times where I have come off to people, and I have had people completely where I have written those big essays. Because anytime you write a big essay, when somebody says they have a problem with you, for me, for myself, me, learning therapy, I'm supposed to say me, not everyone else, but me, 
I will notice that I am trying to defend myself in some way, shape, or form, and that's why I feel the need to write an essay to explain to this person why they are wrong about me or I valid, you know, if I'm doing it right, I, I validate their feelings and I say, I can totally understand how you may uh, see some of this. I'd really like to hear. I really want to learn um, uh, about this. I, you know, if I've come off this way, then absolutely let's work that out. But that's not usually how my essays go. So in that sense, if I then revalidate what this person said they don't like about me, which I have done, they just shut off. Well, I don't want to sit there and have some, especially passive aggressive and controlling. There, that is a big rebellion for some people. So I'm not saying that it it was in that essay that she said, but she didn't send what we would hope would be what I've now found to be better is to just say, "Hey, can we sit down?" No essay. Can we just sit down and talk about this? Yeah, I will absolutely say that email communication and text communication it just fucking sucks when you're in so conflict my, like so this. So many. Yeah, I only encourage that as a fallback is like if you physically can't see them for more than like a week or two, and yeah, they yeah, like yeah. message them, it's like okay, oh, yeah. in that case maybe. There, there but been, I definitely would have opened with the could you elaborate or something instead of the defensive essay. Yeah, yeah it might not have been defensive. It might but, not have been, but but, but right. my go to at least in that scenario would be like further inquiry not yeah. a long especially longer thing. if it catches you off guard like yeah. i never knew i was passive aggressive can you i i'm totally that may be the case because i know i'm an asshole so anytime somebody says something to me that i don't like this about you in the back of my mind there's like a good chance i probably am this or you've interpreted me as this and how do i know more yeah, information absolutely i Creative Explorer and I've been going out for years, and this is the very first year in which I actually sent him a long email, and I because I already know that kind of communication we can do, and I prefaced it with "I'm giving you this information so you don't think I'm spiraling." There was a very legitimate reason for sending the long essay this right. time, but that leads me actually to the second biggest, hardest fucking lesson I've ever learned in life, and that is that you could be the wrong one. So I'll. You think that hey, I'm a nice person. I here are the here are my guy. traits. I'm not mean. I'm not manipulative. I'm not deceitful. How can you tell me that I'm mean, manipulative, and deceitful? And the thing is, well, I'll tell you the story. A long time ago, um, I had I have a very difficult um, family member uh, who I don't get along with, and we don't even speak anymore. Uh, this family member had uh, several children, and. Uh, I used to babysit a few of them. There came a time where she ended up uh, having getting married to somebody else and having a whole set of kids with this other person. And as my mother and I would discuss what was going on, uh, every time I don't know, it, it was they weren't it wasn't a great time for us as a family because we were all splitting off because this was creating such turmoil. Well, one of the kids that she that uh, was babysitting that belonged to her, uh, unbeknownst to us, was telling the mother. Her, his mother, my family member, that um, we did not like her her new kids, that we thought they were terrible, that we thought all this stuff, and it got back to us, and it created massive amounts of turmoil in the family. And I immediately got defensive and said, where the fuck is she getting this information from? And it just wanted to get on the phone and start railing. And instead, I said to myself, let's... Let's look back 
and let's think of what I did to contribute to this. And as I started to look over my memories, I realized that every time my mother and I were discussing what was happening with this family member, guess what? Her other kid was listening. And little kids, they hear fucking everything. And what they were watching was me rolling my eyes and me doing all kinds of just gestures that indicated to a kid, oh my gosh, she's... This is how I am interpreting this. I realized my responsibility in this, my culpability in this, and I came to learn this very hard lesson that there may be some truth to what the other person is thinking. It was a hard lesson to learn. It's one that has served me very well. But you do have to go back and look over your history, your behavior, your attitude, the things that you have said, and ask yourself if there's any truth to that or if they see it that way. Because there may not be truth to it, but it came across that way to the other person. The other thing I want to say is when she says, I don't think it's right to involve husbands, what? Yeah. Involve the fucking husbands. That's absolutely not right. Creative Explorer has this kind of mantra that he lives by. My problem versus your problem. MPs versus YPs. Your problem is not my problem. And that serves you well in some areas of life. Not in fucking poly. You have a group of people and whether you want to or not, their problems are going to become your problems if you don't address them. For the rest of this huge group, not to address this one woman giving somebody else a cold shoulder because they won't communicate, no good can come of this. There are many ways that it can play out, many ways you can address it, but but no good can come of it eventually if you don't talk about you it. You can definitely address this situation without because it is true the details become gossip and then you're trying to build one side against the other it's, and and exactly. that can be very very negative and in that sense yes you have to be very careful but I do agree that you should absolutely talk to your partner for sure and be like hey I'm having some communication problems with C and I don't know how to deal with this without giving any details to allow people to understand that there is some sort of issue. I absolutely agree with that. It can create problems because once again, unless you are, I am not that controlled. I know that sounds really crazy to everybody no in, boogie. This, in this room. No, I don't so believe it. When I get a chance, even though I may start out, like, I'm going to be very good and, and about this, but once you get me going, all of a sudden, I'm going to start spewing my negative fucking opinions. So, limiting how much you share with the husbands or, or the term that they use, um, I think is very prudent. Another word. Um, to, Damn. It, it, it's a good way to approach, but yeah, I, I also agree that you should acknowledge in the group that there is some communication problems and that you want to deal with it. And if you are at fault, then you want to find out what, what you did that, that was bad. Yeah, yeah I was he, also a bit uh, confused if they meant their husband or the, the, the other husband. The other husband. I think you should, the chain of it was like their relationship AB was one and then AB was involved with CD. So they didn't say that they're also connected to CD. So it's like someone from a tangential relationship Message like that threw me a bit. Fucking it's like, poly logic. It's poly. Yeah. Yeah. It's poly. It's, be, fucking it's complicated. It's pretty <laughs> single. It's complicated. Play the single. Now the other thing is that you may come to the end of this whole conflict and realize that you're never going to resolve it, and you're going to have to go to your grave knowing that this person thinks these bad things about you, and there's nothing you can do about it. And then yeah, and and then you just work out. Okay, well we can as long as you can 
be it doesn't say that they're like and not amicable and they can't nod or you know how you doing. Whatever. Well, if you're dealing with crazy, good luck to yeah, you. Yeah, Just yeah. hide in a corner corner and wait until the explosion goes off because there's no way to deal logically with somebody who's just acting crazy and is not being straight with but you. if it's just a it's just a i don't really want to communicate with this person anymore i have i have a lot of respect for people who say here's my communication i don't want to talk to you i don't feel like resolving this this is the way i feel about you and i have no interest in trying to resolve this that's communication sure you may not hear what you want to hear but at least the other person is communicating yeah. with you so we if you if, the, if that's what you want to say then say it but the cold shoulder no i don't have any respect yeah, it's for just that. anger i i mean i can only represent myself and it's like i can go back to to that place we don't talk about and I can see people that I know I have conflicts with, and I can nod. Oh, yeah, you doing? Yeah, great. I don't want to have a conversation with you, but I can nod and just get on with my life because I don't want to deal with that anger myself. I have to let go of my anger because fuck, they can have whatever they want, but I have to deal with myself and how I address the situation and ultimately move on. Hmm. <laughs> I was waiting for a, I was uh, waiting, I was waiting for a bigger point to come out and and it didn't it just didn't it's it very disappointing but whatever <laughs> good luck to you I hope you guys work that shit out that's a tough one I I really feel for this person do we have any fingers going and vaginas tonight or you know anything just nah, a hand by a crotch. that's right no Mew just that's it Mew's fingering that plushie finger the stuffy finger it finger it yeah okay now shake its head like it's gonna Look come what Anthony's doing Anthony's Rubbing I'm, a vagina with don't a stop fingering the stuffy. Mew, keep fingering the stuffy. Oh, he's it's yeah, a back, back scratcher. That it's a back he's scratcher, using and he's Mel's smacking it on vagina. her pussy. But I don't want Mew to stop fingering that fucking stuffy. Shake it like it's coming. That's right. Yeah, that's it. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like hilarious. a it's, it's like a fat peep. It's like a fat pink fat chicken pink peep. Chicken it's peep. A flamingo. It's a what? It's a flamingo. How? It's just big and round. How do you know it's a flamingo? You can and tell from the beak it's a flamingo. They ain't got no goddamn legs. It's a legless, well, I guess, uh, identity. It's still a flamingo, even though it doesn't have I legs. I just know this because I have so many round plushies. I'm like, yep, that's a flamingo. Ah, uh, I see. Well, goddamn it. Mio, can you dry hump the flamingo? Can you just get, like, grab it and just hump? I assume it also has a name, but oh I can't speak me. God, it's curling so. up with it. She won't. Fuck the flamingo. All right. Well, then, God damn it. Have we cured life in general? No. That's called death. Oh, well, then. <laughs> Is that how you cure life? Then let death? us exit this show. <laughs> Yay! That was our show. Joining us tonight in Tony's fucking castle. Well, what happened? What happened? Unger has the bird. Unger has Unger the... Unger took the, the flamingo. A Mew Stole the is... flamingo from Mew. There's, no, he's munching on it, on it now. He's biting it. Mew's you, gonna cry. Oh my well, god! He was actually smiling. No, that was Mel. Mel. Was crying. Yeah. It uh, just continue. Continue our end. Let the oh, girls joining weep. us in Tony's fucking castle tonight were old and decrepit Enigma. Woo-hoo! You just flip me off, man. Flip it off. <laughs> yes. I if did, you pull I on it, it's gonna off. rip the stuffy. I'll also say in chat we're talking about putting the fun black in funerals. So if you want to know what's going on in chat, that's, no that's what we're talking I, I finished Funeral Bingo. I have to bring in Funeral Bingo. Finally, How did after you get all it? this what were time? The five? No, it's 15. I did 15 okay. things. You will see at a funeral. Oh, you made it. Got it. And then I made a bingo, and then we have to make cards, and then you call out bingo or dead or something, you know, for at funeral. 
you know, because there's things you're always going to see. You're always going to see like the creepy uncle that wants to hug people too much, you know, to help them mourn, you know, I or the person that gets up and makes it all about them. Like I knew the person better than everyone else. So there's like things. And oh, I wrote God, down I 15 those. things because I've been to a lot of funerals and some douchey funerals and I made a bingo game and I never did anything with it. Yeah, I've only been to one and that was my grandfather who was a Southern Baptist preacher. That was interesting. That would have been a great place to play funeral bingo. Oh, I'm sorry, you Kathy. Let's, what? let's continue. Thanks. Oh, oh, yay! And then continuing is those joining us in Joni's fucking castle. Down of the broken phone! Woo! And let us not forget... Uh, Tony, who so graciously punished Mel this entire time for our pleasure. Thank you. Fucking A. <laughs> and then, of course... Unger, who has returned to us after a long, long okay! absence with pictures of bleeding and blood and... Dude, blood I cross. swear to God, that looked like a movie gunshot <laughs> fucking ruin. That was great. So where was that hole? <laughs> right in his chest. Okay, it looked so like... Eh. Chest... Okay, it's not as fun as... To say but the look cross. on his face was great, because he's just like, what the fuck is this thing? Where normally someone would be like, oh my god, this is it, I'm dying, tell my wife I love her. Tell the children, don't, don't, don't kill me in front of my boy. But he's just looking at it like it is, we should end the show. Yeah, right. now show him the picture. Oh, wow. And then crazy? finally we have the lovely Mew hugging and humping Mew! her. Flamingo plushie, woohoo! His name is Cookie. He has a name? Cookie? Cookie? Its birth name was Cookie. It Uh, might have a new one. I see. Uh, Don't forget to visit patreon.com forward slash perverted podcast. Take us out, Boogie. What? What? Oh, I did. I called them old and decrepit. Yeah, yeah, we did. We went this way. This show, (laughs) (laughs) let's just get out and play a song and, ah, damn it. It was a good show. It was a good show. Well, then guess what, guys? We will see you next Next week. a cherry smile It makes a peaceful day She's gonna stay a while
can't be caged She can't be king.